Hello, 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 my beautiful little Scrub Squad members, and welcome back to another episode of Pre-Med Problems. As always, it is your host, Alexa, and I'm so happy that you decided to tune in with us today. So today we're going to talk about the required classes as an undergrad that it takes to apply and get into medical school. Um, I know that this topic is really big among undergrads, and you know, when I was still in college, I was constantly looking up required courses and all that. So what I thought I would do today was just run you guys through my entire college schedule, talk about the classes I took, um, what I thought was difficult, what I thought was easy, the classes that you want to take, you know, timing it with taking your MCAT. So today I'm just going to run through it all for you guys and hopefully this is helpful. So first things first, choosing a major. I was a biology major with a concentration in pre-health professions, and I had two minors, one in chemistry and one in behavioral neuroscience. I could have graduated a semester early, but I decided not to because everything with COVID and I played soccer, so I wanted to stick it out and do the whole full year. So I'm going to go through my spring and fall semesters for all four years of my college experience. So... With picking a major um, for, you know, being a pre-med, you don't have to do biology. I know majority of people do. They'll just do the biology pre-med track. But, um, you know, I, there are some people who do psychology. Really, it doesn't matter. It just matters that you get all of your requirements done, like all of the classes that are required to apply to medical school. With that being said, at least in my personal experience, I definitely believe that being a biology major was the best decision for me personally. Um, all of the classes that I needed to apply to medical school, I was required to take anyway for the majority. And um, same thing with topics that were on the MCAT. Majority of what was on the MCAT, I was required to take as a biology major. So there wasn't too much having to figure out and match like, oh, I need this class, I need this class. It was just like, no, this is what's required of me anyway. Perfect. So the topics that are on the MCAT are biology, microbiology, biochemistry, genetics, there's some anatomy and physiology, organic chemistry, chemistry, physics one and two, psychology, and sociology. Yeah, a lot. So my personal recommendation is to take all of these classes and bang them out um, within your first three years of college. Again, it depends on, it really depends on when you want to apply to medical school. Do you want to take a gap year? Do you not want to take a gap year? Um, I personally took a gap year, so I tried banging them all out in my first three years. As you'll see as we run through my schedule, that didn't really happen. I took one or two afterwards, but it ended up not being a big deal at all. At least in my personal experience, I definitely recommend waiting to take the MCAT until after you finished all of the prerequisite courses that are going to be on it. It just makes it a lot easier for your studying purposes to already have a base foundation of it. And then, you know, when you're doing your studying, you're going to just kind of solidify it instead of during MCAT studying, just seeing it for the first time and being like, oh my God, what is this? So my schedule, let's get into it. So I came into college with a couple AP credits from high school. So those counted towards my general classes. Every school handles AP credits differently. But my freshman semester in the fall, I took biology, cells and molecules with the lab, chemistry, one, general principles with a lab. So where I went to school, we broke it up chem one, two, three, and four. Chemistry one and four were inorganic and chemistry two and three were organic. 
So I took those two. And then I took my freshman seminar. Um, credits where I went were, it was four credits a class and then labs were one. Sometimes labs didn't get credits. It was included in the, it was included, um, in the class and you didn't get credits for it. But for these, since they were separate, I did. So I only took because I came in with those extra credits, those kind of counted towards my generals, which is why I went light on my first course load this semester. Um, it was my first semester of college, and also it was soccer season. So I just went light. I didn't do anything crazy, but it's also because I didn't know any better. But anyway, yeah, so I took three classes and two labs. And then my second semester, I took biodiversity and evolution um, with a lab. I took organic chemistry with a lab, and then I took pre-calc, as well as just a general class that I needed. I actually took beginning guitar instruction. I wanted to learn to play the guitar, so I threw something fun in there. But um, yeah, so this semester, chemistry, organic chem was definitely my hardest class. Um, I personally breezed through pre-calc. Most schools want to say that you take a math, so I would suggest taking pre-calc, statistics, or um calculus whatever whatever you want to do so that is my first that was my freshman year um I banged out both beginning biologies first chemistry um or first semester of organic chemistry and a math fast forward to sophomore year so fall semester of sophomore year I took medical terminology genetics genetics with a lab chem four I went out of order so this was my second inorganic chem so this had to do with like Gibbs law and all that kind of stuff um and the galvanic cells and all that all that great stuff we love it I also took statistics and intro to psychology so as you can tell this was a very jam-packed semester um this was my worst semester of college I also this was the fall so it was soccer season I was completely overwhelmed just completely in over my head so definitely plan things out a little bit better. I thought I'd be able to handle it. I was drowning to say the least, but um, you know, it happens and we move on. So this semester, um, Chem 4 was definitely my hardest class. I breezed through statistics, which was really nice. Um, yeah, so that was first semester. And then my spring semester of sophomore year, I took scientific literacy. It was just a required class. I took my second organic chemistry with a lab. I took a writing and I took another two um, generals. I took three generals this semester, but I was an honor student at my college, so I had to take the honors versions. Now we are on to junior year. My fall semester of junior year, I took so I had to take some upper-level bios, being a biology major. I took physiological ecology. Um, what this covered was, you know, hypo, hyperosmotic, stuff like that. Um, it actually was really helpful. It went through all of the axes, like the HPA axis and like the cortisol chains and all that kind of stuff. So that actually ended up being really, really helpful um, for the MCAT. I took biochemistry, another honors class. Um, it was a general, but it was called Herbal Psychopharmacology. It had to do all with the psychopharmacology of a lot of drugs, and that was actually really, really interesting. So don't forget to take some things in there that you like and you find interesting because it, you know, helps keep you alive. <laughs> and then I took Physics 1 for Life Science, and I also took the lab with it. Then my second semester, 
I took principles of physics. This is when we got hit with COVID. We got hit with COVID in March of 2020. That was my junior spring semester. So I took microbio with lab, another biology seminar, a service learning, physics two for life sciences, which is just physics two, with the lab. And then over the summer, it was this, it was at this point that I realized, okay, I can double minor because I knew I was going to get a chem minor. But I was like, oh, I have the classes to get a behavioral neurosciences minor. So over the summer, I took a class just for that. It was called the dynamic brain. This was a really great minor to have because I learned so much about the brain, which obviously comes up in the psychology, sociology section of the MCAT. So that was super, super helpful. So if you could take any kind of specific brain classes, it's great to learn about the imaging, to learn about, you know, if you see something or if it happens on the, if you see it with one side, it gets processed in the other side of your brain, um, Broca's area, area, Wernicke's area, the aphasias for both of them. It was really, really helpful to have that really down packed. Now, senior year, I, in this fall, I took neurobiology, one of my honors classes, human memory. Um, I only took three classes because I, at this point, I needed to stretch out my credits. So I took it easy. I didn't take anything too crazy. Um, both of these classes were my upper level bios and counted towards my behavioral neuroscience minor. And then in the spring semester, I took survey of instrumentation. It was an upper level chemistry class. It really was just all about how to use a lot of the chemic, um, like instruments. So I'm trying to think what did we do? A lot of chemical instruments like, um, infrared spectroscopy and all that, all that kind of junk. Um, definitely not my favorite, but I definitely learned a lot and it was helpful. A lot of stoichiometry, a lot of math, um, that kind of stuff. I took another writing. I had a reflections course. Um, it was kind of like a individual project kind of thing for my honors class. And then clinical neuropsychology, which was for my minor. But again, that was really, really helpful because of the brain. Obviously, all schools are different. Some, they're going to have the same overlapping classes, like your basic biologies and organic chemistries and all that kind of stuff. But others are different and are going to offer you know, different side classes, kind of generals, definitely, definitely take things that you're interested in. Don't just take things to check the boxes. I mean, if it's a requirement, you know, like you got to take physics, you got to take orgo, you got to take anatomy, physiology. Yes, take it. Hopefully that would interest you given you're a, you know, on track for pre-med, but whatever. Um, teach his own, but definitely try to fit in things in there that you enjoy. Like my writing classes and stuff, I made them geared towards sports because I really love sports. I did like gender inequality classes in sports and stuff like that. The herbal psychopharmacology was really cool. Um, yeah, so definitely try to fit in things that you like. And also, if you can, try to fit in things that you like that also relate to what you want to do. So I, when I realized that I wanted to get my behavioral neuroscience minor, I didn't even realize how much it was going to help me, but it did um, because like I said, it was everything about the brain and about behavior, which is basically your entire psychology and sociology section. I never took a sociology class in college. I kind of wish I did, but I felt like I was completely fine on the MCAT without it. Um, and I think that the classes I had because of my behavioral neuroscience minor definitely helped. But um, yeah, so if I had one thing, I would probably just take a sociology class just so I had a pretty structured way to just learn it all because I didn't have that. But other than that, I was pretty happy with my course load that I took and the classes that I took. I took way more credits 
than I needed to to graduate. I had, I don't even know how many extra. I could go back and check, but it was way too many. But, you know, you're only there for four years and you're paying for a certain amount of credits anyway. So definitely, definitely do your best to get your money's worth and learn as much as you can. And again, make sure they're things that you enjoy, not just things that are required of you. So I know I said I was going to go and say, you know, which classes I thought were easy and which classes were hard, but now thinking about it, everyone learns at different paces, everybody learns differently, and every college class is taught differently based off their professor. So I'm not going to go in and say which ones I thought were easy and hard, but I will give my personal experiences. It's actually funny, the class I got the worst grade on in college was my Chem 4 class, which was, like I said, the second part of inorganic chemistry. So it was all Gibbs law, rate laws, solubility, the galvanic cells and all that kind of stuff. And it's actually really funny because that was my worst subject in college. You know, I did better in orgo in college than that. And when learning chemistry for my MCAT, that was actually the sections that I was strongest at. So that really just comes to show that, you know, practice. If you're not good at something, if you're not good at a certain subject, practice. Don't just study. Don't just read things. Practice, practice, practice. Do practice problems. I cannot stress that enough. They will help you 10 times more than just reading your notes will. Because after learning it all for my MCAT, I was like, wow, I'm an idiot. This stuff is easy. But, you know, for me, the second time around, it was easy. For other people, it might still be harder. It might have been easy the first time around. You know, everyone learns differently. Obviously, organic chemistry is hard. Um, if you think that's easy, you're a sociopath. <laughs> Just kidding. Kind of. Not really. I have questions for you. <laughs> all right, everyone. Well, that is all of the classes I took in college. Um, I took everything fall and spring. I took one summer class. That was it. Everything else I took in my fall and spring semester. So you definitely don't have to, you know, load up in the winters and the summers unless unless it's something that you want to do. Um, you can definitely get all of your requirements done in your normal eight semesters, fall and spring. So I hope that this was helpful. And if it was, please leave a comment on the Instagram. Let me know. If you were in college, good luck picking classes. If you are taking the MCAT soon, good luck with your studying. And as always, we will finish out this podcast with our ending quote. With the application cycle slowly coming to an end and a new one beginning, our quote for today is going to be, what is meant for you will not pass you by. If, you know, you applied the 2021-2022 cycle and you still have not heard anything back, this is me sending you lots of love and lots of hope. And if you are applying this 22-23 cycle, good luck. Good luck preparing everything. If you guys want me to make an episode about what you should be doing in the upcoming months before the actual applications open, please let me know. I gladly would do that for you. I do have an episode already out about the entire application cycle from start to finish. So if you haven't listened to that and you have questions, definitely go listen to that one first. So yeah, that is going to be everything for this week. As always, follow us on Instagram at premedproblems with an underscore. And I hope you all are having a fantastic start to your week. And I will see you guys next Monday. Bye.